<laughs> Get them giggles out. Never. Save them giggles. Use them all up in the podcast. Make somebody edit them out. Or leave them in. Super cat of all the giggles. I'm afraid it was being a giggle. Uh, no. <laughs> and no. welcome back to RPG Palace Club. This is part two. Part two of the collection and i am joined once again by my most esteemed and beautiful and i was gonna say delicious and then fudgy and then i'm i'm eating a snack these are my beautiful friends i love them so much and i'm so happy to bring you on the list and introduce ourselves but first top of the list is me gina dazer they them i'll be your games comptroller for this evening let me know if you have any union issues and i'll be sure to get right on them after you fill up well you see me and the boys have been talking <laughs> No talking. That's rule one of the union. <laughs> Luke, please talk. Second act of the introduction. I'm Luke Hare, he, him. Sometimes they, them, and I'm playing Irving Erb Biscop, also known as T.W. Thimbleton, an adventure turned pulp writer and money launderer. We're going to see more of them this evening. I'm Sam, they, them. I'm playing Dust Tumblepod, a scrapyard owner, and I heard... Uh, just as an aside, an alternative to GM as a game moderator. Mm. That makes sense. Yeah. And I'm Eric, a.k.a. Rhythm Bastard Ake, and I'm playing Jack McHarden. Right. Yeah, vet turned adventurer. Madison. I suppose, that, I suppose that leaves me last in the line. Hi, I'm Madison, she, her, and I'm playing Dr. Birdie. They, them, I suppose. And mysterious, who knows what they are. But they are a healer of some sort that, you know, lost their license, so they work back alleys, you know, that sort of thing. Potion master. Don't trust them. Lost, <laughs> lost their license with cause. Yeah. Lost their it was in a pair of pants they sent to the laundromat. Yeah, and... Just can't get it back. Lost their license, not their desire to help. Well, that's questionable. Help is in italics and a different font altogether. Help. Help is a rainbow italic bold font like you would see on AOL Instant Messenger. <laughs> it's an alternating changes could kind of give you the sarcastic tone. Mm -hmm. It's just a GIF set into the page. Yeah. <laughs> it's a hyperlink. Where are we at? Speaking of hyperlinks, let's hyperlink us back to the story. And then we put them. I'm doing a finger pointy thing. You can't see it, but I hope you can hear it. Well, yeah, I, I think yeah. we'll put the music in here. I hope to remember to put in like some AOL, like <laughs> some reggaeton air horn. Yeah. I really do miss the ability to put a music lyric as your like 
info and away thing like your current status because it, it did pro like provide a lot of context of what somebody was going through i mean you can do that i'm doing that right now my <laughs> go-to uh-huh. is modest mouse i was very very pretentious yeah. i usually link to some vague poetry thing or a quote from the grinch i don't know last we left off our characters were in the darkened sunken tunnel secret a citadel in a dank forest hostile environment trying to retrieve an item for a collector who wanted nothing more than to have the best ever set of figures there was a big room that messed with your distortion of time and space or just one of those and then something happened and then there was a bright flash of light i touched a thing you did you did i didn't go in the room <laughs> you didn't but like all gms i put you on a little railroad anyways and <laughs> true i am a train and you are all riding wait hold on no wait (laughs) my tracks your neck your back your choo-choo train tracks (laughs) that was you know how some phrases just burrow instantly into the core of your brain Mm -hmm. oh the police are here for that bit Please. Oh no. Yeah, no kidding. Sting, no. All of you rub your eyes and you you look around and the the scene around you is changed and yet incredibly familiar as you are standing, one of you, at the top of an incredibly large staircase, no longer distorted, small at the top, larger on the bottom, another at the floor flat, no dip of the staircase, standing next to a collapsed stone square squat creature about eight feet tall holding a sword by the hilt which you would normally do but in in the way that was like us hugging it before another one of you is standing not too far away rubbing your eyes sparkly lights flashing Uh, and another one of you is uh just outside the chamber outside of a uh, square door with blocks popped out of it scattered about you on the floor but the door those sounds are from the door pieces being scattered and kicked as you try to adjust yourself Ah. to Mm -hmm. your new surroundings so all of us are now relatively tiny or we're tiny in relation to the size of the room i think the room is larger as large as it had appeared before but it's it seems different i will allow (laughs) everyone roll something that would help you discern this situation with your next actions or just standing there looking at stuff you're kicking some kicking some blocks around i hear i was trying to access my dice i'm sorry uh how do we roll again just because it's been a week or two there's heart mind ingenuity and body mm-hmm. and you have pluses minuses or neutrals mm-hmm. and it's just a d20 and if you have a plus in it, like you're super strong and have a plus in body, then you get just roll it twice and take the highest. All right. Let's go in reverse order this time. Okay. Start with dust. I was studying the door before, mm. and I feel like... Then you broke it a lot. I broke it a lot, but yeah. maybe looking at the door, I feel like is going to be my... Like, it's the thing I've studied the most in my immediate surroundings. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I feel like, you know, I'm, I'm accessing my the memories of my mind. Sure. That's a good place to keep them. And by doing so, I rolled a five. Yeah. Oh, man, this door is tricky from this side. Uh, you thought you had a nailed from that other side, but ooh, doggy, Oof. because you've encountered this door before, as was established in the previous episode, but this isn't the door you went through. 
it's some sort of mock-up. Like the dimensions are wrong. Everything's a lot more simple. Like a sketch of the door. But it's not like drawn. Oh, yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you lowered the complexity of it. The floors, still very realistic. Great floors. Oh, wonderful floors. Great floors. Love those floors. All right. Reverse order means Madison's next. Mm. So where am I in relation to this this door we're looking at? Well, the door was about classic 40 feet back. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. And you're at the bottom of the stairs, standing next to a big stone figure lying on its stomach. Okay, well, well, I did take a good look at the stone figure that we had initially looked at, the the very small one. Mm -hmm. So would I be able to tell just kind of examining this other figure? Is it the same? Sure. How do you examine it? Uh, I suppose considering I'm much closer to it and it is not so small, I'm afraid of just simply knocking it off of its thing. I can pull out my doctor's staff, which is just a big staff I have for poking people from afar and keep (laughs) away from me, but also being able to examine them uh, and just kind of giving this thing a couple of prods, trying to to look it over. Sure. Examine the features. Classic medical diagnostic. Yeah, classic medical diagnostic if you're like, you know, a plague doctor. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you give me a roll? Mind or doctor? I, I am I am doing I am thinking things. <laughs> I'm using my mind. Of which I get an advantage of, which is very nice because the first one I rolled was a one and the second one was a nineteen. Ooh. I think you go to like poke it and you expect it to be made of stone. Uh and it actually like flips over really easily and you're like wow must be like i'm what strong no and then you realize oh it's not just flipping over it's it's standing up uh still holding your friend's sword eyes glowing very uh differently colored now more like it's got like reds and yellows on its chest like sandstone like blocks and pieces make it up and it it stands to its full height which is taller than you would eight foot maybe not taller than sam but Hmm. and then sort of like does the whole thing like the body stationary and then the head turns towards you and then like lowers the eyes rotate inside the head and how curious how curious voice comes back from it oh is it repeating me it's repeating me oh this is how is it doing this? Is there some sort of recording device within? This is already like poking at it again, trying to figure out what's going on again. Yeah. Recording device within. And then it holds out the sword to you and then pulls it back. Like, wait, wrong. And it looks up the stairs. And yeah, it appears to be a more complex version of the stone figure that you saw. Also much bigger. Hmm. But in relation to the sword, much bigger. Yeah. Ah, so the sword is a regular person-sized sword. Yes. Hasn't suddenly gotten extremely large or anything. <laughs> no, it's not like a hundred-foot sword. Yeah, and they they sort of like look up at Jack and hold the sword out. Yeah, I think I am going to. Okay, so is the sword like freed from the 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 stone figure's grasp or? Well, it's at the bottom of the stairs, hold just holding it up to you, like just with its arm outstretched. In its hand. I'm going to take the sword. <laughs> you walk down the stairs, you take the sword, it nods and just sort of like looks at you and looks back at Dr. Birdie and looks around. I nod back. It nods to you. Good. We've established this. <laughs> Jack, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah. So I went down, I took the sword. Um, so is there, are there any other openings? Because it appears that we've like, it's established that we found like a door that we didn't come in. Are there any other exits? Mm-hmm. Well, the door is the in the place that you came in and it's broken in a similar way. Mm. Um, the crack in the ceiling is no longer there. That's pretty important. 
Okay. Uh, why don't you give me a roll? Investigation can be ingenuity. All right. I have ingenuity is neutral, so I just roll a d20. I rolled a 15. That's pretty good. You're looking around and you're, you walk towards the door and you look at the wall and you realize that one of the walls, the one like if you went through the door towards the stairs where this robot creature, not a robot, the stone girl was standing, <laughs> to the right that wall is incredibly smooth. You thought like stone at first, and then you get closer and you like, it's it's very like, it's textured, but the textures like repeat. Like it's, and then you give it a tap and it's, it's a strange noise. And you may have encountered this material before, but it's, it's like a, it's like plastic or glass. Mm. It's not quite either. Fiberglass. And then you go to the hallway and like, the hallway like where that wall would be right along that wall is also the same material okay so can i see through this uh material or it's no. just like okay yeah. uh, i'm gonna listen on the other side to see if there's any noise because this might be like a two-way mirror or something sure get out of here trans ikea shark <laughs> <laughs> Come back later. I go get a snack. Okay. <laughs> it's more of like a closing time situation for Trans IKEA. Sure. We got closed for three hours. Clean the place up. It'd be great. When you put your ear to the wall, don't seem to hear anything. Okay. Either there's nothing there or it's too thick. Right. Yeah. Uh, is there anything up on the ceiling? Um, the stone ceiling that you had before. Right. Yeah. Just a yeah. pretty solid stone ceiling. And also, like, it looks like a stone ceiling from here. Mm hmm. Well, let's go to the one who has not spoken, Irv. Uh, yeah, so Irv is kind of like on the outside watching all of this happen mm -hmm. and has an interest in, you said there's sort of a fiery rune on the golem's chest, correct? Or a symbol on its chest. Uh, there was on the dais where he was standing, uh, his glowing eyes. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, and like stones on his chest, yeah. Made of stones, yeah. So there is a symbol made of stones on its chest? No, just a, just a, it's just what it's just made a, of. Yeah, it's a like a sword. design, uh, okay, not okay, a okay. rune or a letter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, I was hoping we were dealing with a shim type situation. I mean, there could be. If you wanted there to be. Uh, there could be. You go from Hashem to Shem. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Golem rules. I'm going to uh, plot point it. Okay. That uh, it does have a symbol on its chest, and Irv, being the writer, is versed in a mm -hmm. few languages and is going to use that power of the pen to change it. What does it say currently? Currently? Theoretically being what sort of word guides its purpose. Ah, mm -hmm. yes. Uh, I think it's guide. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, if that's the symbol on it, then, and it's trying to tell us what to do, I think Irv, seeing that, kind of like they put up the uh, publisher lens that they have, it's like, oh, that's what that is. Because, you know, a lot of nights in the dark working on writing and typing and stuff, it's... Mm -hmm. Awful on the eyes. Irv's uh, going to come in and kind of like show us, show us what we need to go and do. Show us where the treasure is. It it had kind of like cocked back around, it's like register. Yeah, see, we're gonna have to give it a name. Banjo sauce. Registering, banjo sauce. Banjo. Is this correct? Yes. Filing accents, sorting genres. His eyes are flashing, flashing, flashing. And it nods and it goes over to part of the stairs and like punches it really hard and pulls its fist back with a stone stuck on it and then takes a stone off his fist and squishes the brim and puts on a cowboy hat. 
Yeehaw, banjo sauce. <laughs> Must add that to my very important notes. Like, the banjo thing is funny, but the sauce makes it strange, and I do love that. It is time for banjo sauce. <laughs> really screws up the mouthfeel. Banjo sauce. This week on Hot Ones, we're we're trying some of that banjo sauce. Oh man, I would buy some hot sauce with the banjo sauce. You know that's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Got the sweet tangy? Anyways. I feel like it'd be a fry sauce. We can move on. We can move on. Well, howdy, partners. Uh, Greetings. Greetings. Oh, that's a funny thing to say. I see. So the registering wasn't for us to register with it, but to register a personality with the creation. Interesting. Hmm. <laughs> just Dr. Bernie just talking <laughs> to themselves over in like a corner. Well, I ain't seen folks you're like here in uh, nine and age. Looks around it's like, ooh, it's a strange place, isn't it? It is. How many pokes of a pig's eye would you say it has been since you have seen people? Ooh. That's that's a that's a bit of a personal question, but uh, I think I catch a drift. Gosh, I don't. He just sort of like stares off, like completely still for several seconds. <laughs> Gosh, what a complicated question. I don't think people. Oh well, it's been an age. We hope to bring this hootenanny to some ripe plum treasure for picking. Yeehaw! I d- I don't I, I don't think that you need to talk. Boy, the, the accent is infectious. <laughs> yes, it is. I I've pinned a western or two in my time. I also apologize. I grew up in Virginia. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> my brain has forgotten what accents sound like. Well, I I don't think you need to talk that way for for. It to understand banjo sauce. Ah, sir. Banjo. Would would, would you prefer if I were to speak in your parlance, Haas? <laughs> as funny as it is, I think you should speak in whatever way your heart thinks is right, as long as it ain't hurting nobody. Am I right? And he goes to nudge Jack, and it it it's too much. It knocks you back a little bit, but not that much because you're pretty strong. Yeah. Yeah, Jack, like, Jack, you know, rubs his arm where he bumped into. He's like, yeah, yeah, very, you know, mm-hmm. like, unassuredly. Mm-hmm. It's when you meet your, your friend's big, dumb friend who's just a little too, like, doesn't remember that they're big. Yeah. Love a himbo. They're sometimes dangerous to them. <laughs> Neighbors. Gotta keep them on a short leash. Which is hard because they're so tall. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if they see another himbo, they just run up and they, some of them are very anxious. They start wrestling. Banjo sauce. Ah, sir? Yes, is there some variety of treasure that you might guide us to? Well, I don't know about that. And he puts a piece of hay in his mouth. Where did that come from? You don't know. He's got his own kit. If I've read a story or two in my time, seems like you folks, that's not a collection of folks. Which only means one of two things. One, you ain't a band. I don't see any musical instruments among you, but it could be a cappella. We are not that evil. Two, y'all's is adventures. Former for some of us? Way former. But yes, we are in for one last roundup. Woo! That sounds pretty exciting. Now, I would not put it past me to tell you where everything is. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. perhaps fortunately, depending on what kind of adventure you're looking for, I don't quite remember where I am at the current moment. And that's all me. I probably mm-hmm. just bumped my head doing something. Mm-hmm. You like look back mm-hmm. at the stairs. Mm-hmm. Not entirely sure a construct of this sort could get a concussion, but... Mm. Yeah, that tumble would have done it. 
Maybe a concussion, a magical conjured concussion. Jack points to that like plexiglass wall mm-hmm. that he bumped up against earlier and said, Hey, uh, what's on the other side of that? Oh, well, that's a wall. Probably another room. Mm. Uh, Jack whips out his map and sees if there's any treasure that would relatively be on the other side. You whip out your map and something is wrong. You go to reach into your pack and you, you pull out your map, but then you realize like, It's solid and that hard material again and about an inch thick. Mm. And then you look at your hands holding the map and you can kind of, you flex it a little bit and you can see little pin joints everywhere you move your hand. Mm. You take a look around at your friends a little more closely. (laughs) Turns out this stone creature wasn't the only thing transmogrified. Mm, yeah. Jack looks at his fans and it's like, yeah, we got to find a way out of here. And he kind of points to his hands to just sort of demonstrate like, hey, something ain't quite right here. Mm-hmm. Hopefully getting, you know, the attention of the rest of his compatriots to maybe uh, expedite things a little bit. Oh, you, you don't look so good. I feel like I'm as flexible as I normally am, if, if not a bit more. <laughs> it's beautiful craftsmanship, like the, the ball joint dolls, mm-hmm. except like more. <laughs> Like Bendy? I got yeah. multiple points of articulation. <laughs> oh, interesting. I could potentially move my arms far further than I could before. Yes. Is this potentially what I've been seeking this entire time? I can tilt my ankles. Can I pull off my own head? <laughs> I mean, you can certainly try. I would like to try to pull off my own head and see what happens. I think you need to make... Uh... So, I... Well, I... Well, you... I think you... <laughs> I solved your doll puzzle. I think it's your body versus your mind, like your Uh physical strength versus your willpower against pulling off your own head and what you've known to be true your whole life, Mm -hmm. that that would be bad. Except that we're in a magical situation here. You are. Mm -hmm. You are a seasoned adventurer. Yeah. So (laughs) I feel like my strength and my ingenuity, that advantage and disadvantage kind of cancel out. Yeah. Give me me a straight roll. First die is... Uh, and what do I want to roll on this? Because I rolled an 18. <laughs> well, roll the second one and we'll find out if that's what you beat. Uh, 10. Oh. <laughs> you, it, for, some, for someone of your experience, mm-hmm. you know that anything can be fixed with magic. Mm-hmm. So with barely a hesitation, you reach up and there is a strain and a pop as your head comes off of your body and where your neck would go into your head, there is a neck and then a circle that would fit into a head mold. Much like if you were to decapitate a Barbie. This raises many more questions. I say, holding my own head in my hand. From what perspective, seeing how, 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 how. Dr. Brittany is suddenly just all over this revelation. Holy shit. <laughs> Jack, as you're like, when you like pulled something out of your Mac, you realize there was, there was something like protruding out of your back, like a square peg of some kind. Mm. So I'm guessing it must be like some kind of snappy accessory thing. Oh, I think I know what we're <laughs> in now. Press it, press it. Press it. <laughs> Uh, it's, uh, does it feel like, I thought it was a snap, but apparently it's a button. So I pressed the button. Well, it's, it's kind of like more of like a lever button. Right. So okay. you, you push it in and it sinks into your body and your arm shoots out. <laughs> oh my God. It has super action figures. 
you're glad that sword had a sheath on it because by gum if you hadn't been careful you've been a fighter for a long time you know that was a powerful hit Mm. is this something that all of us have (laughs) do all of us have some sort of cool action figure action device (laughs) i'm making quick notes I think you all search your search your hearts and your bodies and realize that although now transformed into figures beyond mortal flesh, it all has struck you slightly differently. Mm-hmm. Irv, your joints are less like pin jointed and more like wires underneath like rubber mm-hmm. and you can like move your elbow and your 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 shoulder is a full ball joint and your waist sort of spins. But if you mm-hmm. try to spin your waist like your arms too far in one direction you'd like snap back mm-hmm. like a rubber band is holding your top half and your bottom half together mm-hmm. and you look down at your boots and you realize that your toes are pointed and your boots are now heels that's fine yeah and everything on you is like suddenly more fashionable and couture that is also fine <laughs> jack you are of course an action figure right a action figure yes the good one <laughs> your muscles are as excellently defined in this form as they were in your living life. You're still alive. I don't expected in the prime. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, I got so excited when I thought of what dust was <laughs> that I spelled it very wrongly. <laughs> I spelled it T R N A S O F M R E R. Fantastic. Transformer. Transformer. They're robots and dexies. Midnight runners. <laughs> I mean, there are creatures that are animal formed, as you established you were an oxen man, mm-hmm. that can transform into mobile vehicles as they shift their body shapes around. And I don't know how far you get into this or how comfortable you are with this, but it's like your body is more flexible and more like shifty and made of, like you've seen things like this, made out of pieces from the scrapyard, mm-hmm. like as goofs or as project or as like a carnival stuff. But the fact that you can change your form into another kind of thing. I mean, I'm loving it. It's, uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm popping a, a wheel out of a forearm here and the chest <laughs> is a windshield mm-hmm. there. And, and then this is Sam yeah. speaking. I think transformers that turn into vehicles but have sort of bestial robot forms are pretty underrated. Yeah. And there's there's some good ones in, in the canon. Shout yeah. out to them. And Jack, you don't you don't just have a super punch. You also have an action grip in your other hand. Okay. This isn't bad. <laughs> yeah. But we can't say like forever, but this isn't bad. <laughs> And Dr. Birdie, I saved I saved you for last, not just because you're on the bottom of my list, because I wanted to make sure that <laughs> there is a clear understanding as to the availability of creational objectives in your current form. Uh-huh. Because while while you were a potions master and a doctor, you now realize that somewhere in the core of you, like you can open your plague doctor like cloak outfit, mm-hmm. there is a tiny, like warm box and many more potions and mixtures and powders and you like you taste one and it is like super sour (laughs) and it it, like like makes your tongue curl up Mm. uh and then you have like extra vials like in this container within your body ah oh curious yeah very and i don't know if you've ever seen the um the boy's answer to the easy bake oven yeah (laughs) 
Creepy collars. Oh, okay. Oh my god, the fucking the, the like candy making bug thing. Yeah. Hell yes, hell yes, hell yes. Oh my god. Bro, I fucking wanted one of those. I never yeah. got one. I did too. I had one that was smelted little pellets of metal, mm-hmm. which was pretty what fucking cool. <laughs> so actually, oh my god. It means using the same light bulb those in an easy bake oven <laughs> or i had the creepy crawler oven though they weren't always edible that was another lab thing that had the edibles yeah and my brother had one i, I know that there was two there was, yeah. there was one that was like that made like gummies and one that just like made like rubber like toy toy spiders and mm-hmm. shit yeah, that was creepy crawlers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Both of them. Let's be honest. Yeah, and, and, but you can now make your potions and such into oh, wiggly, yeah. jiggly things and bubbly, foamy potions. Not like that was stopping you before, but you know. Oh no! Now it's just far more accessible. Oh, this is actually quite the perfect form, by all means. <laughs> Perhaps we don't need to go back. Actually. <laughs> Look, I'm going to concoct something right up here, right now, <laughs> and simply leave it in my chest cavity. <laughs> Who needs internal organs? It's, and I, I'm like, as a truck cab folds out of my belly, couldn't be me. <laughs> organs? Who needs them? And I assume on some level we no longer need to eat or, well, I, I suppose we can break and not necessarily heal, so... There should be some level of concern, but also, can I do a Harlem Globetrotters with the head from one arm to the other? <laughs> Jack takes the sword, unsheaths it, yep. and goes right up against the wall. Mm-hmm. Then he asks the group, can somebody jam on my back for me? <laughs> and he, he gets he gets a very solid grip on his sword and puts it right up against the wall. I'm going to tap that back button. <laughs> you tap that back. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I think it does. That doesn't need to roll. You're using so many mechanics and the power of friendship that <laughs> I'm just chuffed that turned y'all into toys and got it. Okay, you take a whack at it with your sword and a clear, like like a white, like fracture and plexiglass p- fracturing glass appears with one hit, and it takes a couple more of the pop 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 quick action faster than you could ever move in your human form right or your fleshy form and you end up making like a little square that you could fit out of do you push it or do you pull the square back i think i'm going to pull this pull the square back okay all right you pull it back you like use your your special little tiny actually irv with their delicate barbie hands i mean uh mm-hmm. distinct fashion doll hands can sort of like get them in quite well and like lock their elbows and pulls mm-hmm. back on the square with you on the other side and gently set it on the ground and you look out into a room that you are all well, actually, that depends on who took the job quite familiar with, as there are tables and lit up shelves and a couple of doors on the opposite side and a big desk and a giant window far, far across the room. Seems like almost a mile now that you are the size you are. Mm. You can look into other worlds and scenarios. Huh. I assume we have a, 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 a an idea of whose place this might be that we're in. Yeah. I mean, you were hired from this place mm-hmm. to get what they said would be the peak of their collection. Oh, it's a fucking nerd. Stinky Greg. <laughs> Stinky Greg. Stinky Greg. 
Greg! It appears that the, the figures that he desired was us all along. We were the real treasure. You could have told me it was Greg, and I would have told you it's a sour deal. More like a sour case. Sometimes a sour taste can be refreshing. Would anybody like a sour potion? Yes. Actually, I don't know if I can eat anymore. Well, I'm, I'm parched. Let me to concoct something up here in a little bit. As I fumble around in my chest cavity. Mysterious mixtures. <laughs> I hope y'all are okay with the assigned toy brands. Oh, yes. No, yeah, it works. I have multiple Transformers behind me right now. <laughs> Could not have assigned it better in this case. And I have an action figure of Warlock from the New Mutants. <laughs> Which is basically a Barbie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I am looking up at my uh, above the, the shelf right now, and I've got uh, some Taskmaster <laughs> shit above my the Meowsles and Thrash Panda head that I made myself. <laughs> Eric is a big fan of the British show Taskmaster. It has all their action figures from all the people <laughs> who sit in the chairs and judge people on how well they do tasks. That's what I thought he was talking about. Yep. I got uh, Greg Davies. I got Alex Horn. <laughs> I got uh, Neil, what's his face? I know him from the Mighty Boosh, and I think I saw him on the IT crowd. Yep, all those guys. Noel Fielding. Yes, Noel Fielding. Okay. Uh, Reggie Watts from the ill-fated American adaptation. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, he's there, but it's a knockoff version. His eyes are very askew. (sighs) Amazing. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> let's let's do a concoction and then see where see where we can tidy up this episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I, well, I do have an idea for how it should like the final shot, but all sure. Right. Uh, Doctor Birdie, would you please Excuse roll me, me a double mind to see how sour you can make? How sour? Oh, a double mind. Yes. So the first one comes out to a, a 16. That's pretty good. Roll advantage on mind. And the next roll, a 15. Ah, you know what? They both pass. They both get the thing. So you mm-hmm. instinctually, as if something has changed within the very core of you, literally has, you have no core, you have this box. You make a concoction so sour and so tart. And so another adjective. You should give me another adjective. Uh, 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 bitter, I suppose. Bitter. <laughs> so bitter that this stone, let, let's call him a robot. It's robot man who punches. Just, it. he drinks it and he swallows it. And it's like you can see the glow and the bubble fall, like going down into his core. And there's a hiccup. And then he goes, wow, that really packs a punch. <laughs> and his head pops off. And he falls over. Banjo sauce! No! I mean, pops up. (laughs) He simply falls over. over. Yeah. Yes, well, perhaps creating a borderline acid was not the best idea. But we have defeated the robot, and now I think we should get the fuck out of here. I want to try something first. Can I put my head onto Banjo sauce's body and control... That's done. Well, his his head's still on his body. It's a rock'em uh, sock'em situation. Ah, okay. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, a, a bop'em as as chew um, bop'em punchy robot. It's bop'em punchy. A knock'em flop'em. A hock'em flop'em. There's been a murder. <laughs> a murder most foul. There's been a knock'em sock'em. It's going cowboy hat rolls off. Sadly settles. It's all noir and black and white. Rainy film. You have a choice. What do you do? Well. 
if if we have been made a product of violence by our employer, then perhaps we need to employ some violence on some. I I lost my train of thought there, honestly. Yeah. But yes, let's let's kill this man. <laughs> I, I'd like to get us back up to scale first. Uh, look, I'm not saying this form isn't a, a wonder, but. Uh, you know, I'd like to be... It would be nice to be appropriately human-sized, yes. Tell me how you wheelie feel. Can't just say that because I'm doing wheelies. And I am. I <laughs> Half of me is a pickup truck. I believe it is very apropos right now. Is that the, is that the vehicle form that you have chosen? Uh, I believe the specifically a tow truck. Oh, not just a pickup truck. Interesting. I will write that in my notes. Very important. Yeah. That makes sense. Uh, Jack, what are you doing by that big old window you made? I am ripping it even wider open just in case we need to get uh, the, this big old robot body mm-hmm. out of here. Yeah, it is It is appropriately sized for the narrative escape and movement of all creatures. Cool. Yes. And you look outside and you're, you, if you stick your head out a little bit, anyone can see that they're... They're in a sort of a, a dollhouse arrangement, but mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a massive set. It goes on for like hundreds of feet in both directions, one inch scale. And there are glow lights above you, and there are ivy growing along, like like someone would order from a jungle store and get a bunch of plant thing and put it on their shelves to make it look nice because they've been inside a long time. The decorative plants you don't have to water. Yeah. <laughs> Sort of like curled on like below the box that you're on, which is only a few inches down because you were pretty low in the citadel when you uh, were transmogrified. Hmm. So we're close to the the bottom of these this shelf, right? Mm-hmm. Well, you're close to the shelf that you're on. You're about halfway up a wall. Ah, what do you do? What do you see? Is there anything we can use as a rope? Uh, I swing my uh, tow cable. <laughs> mm-hmm. That works. And all of you have kits that have stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I feel like. Not not to ascribe things, but our, our resident action figure probably has some really inexplicable accessories. Right. I'm going to assume <laughs> something like maybe a grappling hook. Absolutely. Yeah. One mark your kit. All right. You're like, I have to have something. And you just pull out a grappling hook that you absolutely had before. Right. But the... The gun part is a lot more clunky. Mm, yeah. So I think I'm going to like fire. I'm going to use like the hook end mm-hmm. to uh, hook it to the shelf that we're on yeah. and then use the grapple end to, or the gun end to uh, lower myself, lower everybody down. Absolutely. Do you leave banjo sauce in their dormant state? I'm going to reset banjo sauce. Banjo sauce is vitally important. <laughs> Can't have me without good sauce. Absolutely. You pop his head back on. Why? <laughs> I really ditched my purchase. And you begin your descent into the room of terror. And very strange things. It's like having a bunch of portals to other worlds just behind glass. And as, (laughs) like, maybe you try to go down as the tow truck at first. That's not quite working out. Yeah. Uh, Somehow you're less heavy as an oxen person. And as a plastic tow truck. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And you, you work your way down into the uh, the artificial plants around your feet. And they're like waist high because of size. And you you try to get your bearings. And I'm just going to do a little thing. Don't need to worry about it. Oh, amazing. Maybe it's the, the new cumbersome form, the fact that you don't quite, you're just thinking of all the new concoctions you can make. Uh, but you don't realize mm-hmm. 
Dr. Birdie, as you're sort of like standing there, maybe went down first, waiting for people to come up. You're like, oh, a new plant specimen. You snip off a little leaf and tuck it into your thing. That around your ankle and under your coat, vines are beginning to wrap around your legs and ensnare mm-hmm. you. Uh-oh. And that's where we're stop for today. You've been listening to RPG Pals Club. I'm Luke, your game master. You can find this podcast at rpgpals.club or on our Twitter, which is RPG Pals Club. We hope that you have enjoyed this return to Waterdeep Dragon Heist as we are getting close to the end of Gary's vision. <laughs> it's only taken us uh, 56 episodes. No, 57. Yeah, 56 or so episodes to uh, get to the big finale. 10 days and 56 episodes. Yeah. So look forward to uh, what is coming up in the uh, future. I'm curious to uh, whatever it is. More mm-hmm. guns. We all get a gun. <laughs> it's just shatter run now. Campaign two. We get guns. <laughs> <laughs> Even Barry. Bow, bow. Uh, I have plans and thoughts. All but, right. Uh, yeah. So look forward to that. Leave us reviews. You you know the whole spiel. It means a lot. Also, like if you enjoy the podcast, let us know on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I Luke, your game master, can be found on Twitter at, at @coltreg. That's K O L T R E G. I have a bunch of podcasts that are wrapped up, but also like the Exiled Annual is coming up soon. I did a fallout columbus set podcast where it sounds like that is also going to get a new game plus style sequel to it and uh yeah follow me on twitter at, at coltrag and check out all the shit that i do i'm sam you can find me on twitter at frunding underscore loom it's f-r-o-o-n-d-i-n-g underscore l double o-m and that's all i got to plug i'm madison i've been playing Koyos. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter at Quipster Rikuru, Rikuru spelled R I K U R U. And pretty much everything uh, I do will be linked through there. So, you know, it's a hub of sorts. Have fun. I've been Eric, aka Rhythm Bastard. You can find me on my website, rhythmbastard.rocks. Rock so hard I had to put it in the URL. You can also support me monthly by going to my Patreon at patreon.com slash rhythmbastard. Uh, I record new music, I record covers, and hopefully a visual novel that's going to act as sort of a prequel to uh, this little campaign we've been doing. You can also support me by going to my Bandcamp page at rhythmbastard.bandcamp.com or on my Threadless store at shop.rhythmbastard.rocks. I'm Gina Dazer. I'm on Twitter occasionally at adazer, A-D-A-S-E-R. I'm working on some pretty big projects right now, but uh, mostly in the physical space forward to those in the future and just take care of yourselves show care for yourselves and others and have some cocoa this is season uh hi i'm sahoni uh you can find me on twitter at sahoni underscore stuff that's s-a-h-o-n-i underscore stuff uh where you can talk uh see me talk about uh my other podcast 
uh, Barking Points Memo, which is a semi-weekly uh, current events comedy podcast where we look at the news and scream, but in a funny way. You can also uh, find links to my shop, bramblewolfgames.itch.io, because my game is finally launched. That's right. You can go get Exceptionals, a game about community, activism, and kinetic I-beams right now. It's been selling pretty well. Uh, I'm currently working on a setting book for it with some extra protocols uh, for more character options, uh, which you can support the uh, development of on my Patreon, which is Bramblewolf Games on uh, Patreon. You know, uh, I have community copies. If you are uh, a marginalized person or a poor person who, for whom the 15 bucks uh, would be too much of a burden for, uh, and you can even sponsor extra uh, community copies through tips and uh, support on my Patreon. And uh, yeah, that kind of wraps things up. Thank you. Uh, welcome back to the entire party being together. Thank you again to Jen Overstreet for stepping in uh, on the previous arc. And keep an eye out. Keep healthy. Keep safe. Keep happy as much as possible. And thank you for listening. Catch you on the flip mode. Bye. Bye. Bye.